The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week we will discuss tools, tips, and ways to radiate your best life ever interviewing practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? All right. Welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. We are here to radiate creativity with Reverend Jen Hutchins. Did I say that right? Hutchins, excellent. And Shannon Sleeper. And they are with the Unity Arts Ministry. Did I get that right too? You did. Yay. And they they brought me this wonderful little rock here. I'm going to hold this up. It says Radiate Positive Vibes. They just have this sitting around from their creative studios. And this is my favorite thing today. Absolutely. So I'm going to set this down. And welcome, Jen and Shannon. It has been lovely to get you here. It's been a while. We've been working on this for a year, haven't we? Yes, we have. We've been working on this a long time. And um, you both are artists Mm -hmm. and started this wonderful art ministry. Can you tell me about it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So... You know, my background's actually in art education, so I have a bachelor's um, in art education and went through all the hoops to get my teaching certification in three different states. Really? um, And now you're not doing it. (laughs) Now I'm not doing it, right? right? So this is what we do with our lives, people, so just keep following your dreams. Um, (laughs) But the thing was that I had this background, um, and I would work with children, and kids would come into the art room and, like... Love it and radiate creativity, right? right? Children just naturally understood and like it was part of who they were and how they showed up in the world. And then I would be talking to friends mm-hmm. or introduced to somebody new and they're like, oh, this is my friend Jen. She's an artist. Nice. And I would automatically get from people this like, I'm not creative stance. And so I realized there was this <laughs> space where as adults, we weren't radiating our creativity. Right. So many adults are repressing their creativity. And Mm -hmm. so in my spiritual, you know, explorations, um, I really saw creativity as a tool to access self-awareness, spiritual growth. And for me, it was really a point of transformation. And so then I started having this inner call to ministry. And I thought that was like the craziest thing in the world, right? (laughs) So I was like, I'm an art teacher, not a minister. What do I do with that? But you can't say no to spirit. And um, it just kept coming up for me. And so uh, when the time was right, you know, I followed that path and Mm -hmm. moved into ministerial school. So what does an art teacher do with a ministry degree? 
Good question. You start an art ministry. <laughs> and Love it. It's not like there was something like that that existed, you know, within the unity movement. So, right. um, so we launched um, in 2017, two years, wow. about two years ago. So what is an art ministry? <laughs> right? Natural question. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I want to also say that Shannon was like one of the key people to making it happen. When I first got out um, and was starting my ministerial program, I met Shannon and Jenny Hahn, who's another local artist. Mm-hmm. And both of them were like, you know, we've had this vision of this idea of using the arts for transformation and having some sort of art ministry. We just needed the minister, and here you are. And so it was like this this space that had been held for me, and I walked into it. You know wow. what I mean? Like, like they were already building the community. If you build it, they will come. Yeah. So wow, they just needed a minister, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, it, it just it's been just this beautiful circle of synchronicity and, and you know, falling in with the right people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the the people that that were there, like. Family all the time. Funny. Well, we're going to get to this after a while, but I hooked up with you guys because of Shannon Mm -hmm. on Facebook. I also hooked up with um, Darcy, and now I'm blanking on her last name. But uh, so to radiate, I think it was inclusivity on an earlier Mm -hmm. episode, um, who teaches allyship and who teaches inclusivity and all these wonderful things. I mean, social media, love it or leave it, right? Mm -hmm. It's a great way to connect people. And so connected Mm -hmm. with you, had no idea that you were involved with this art (laughs) ministry. And I said, this just keeps getting better and better. (laughs) Right. And also had Richard Monson, who is a professor emeritus of art from University of Central Missouri. And he was also on the web, on the podcast to talk about the Gossamer show that's coming up, which you are going to exhibit in. Yes. <laughs> I love how it com- comes full circle. Yes. Very synchronous. I love the synchronicities. This is just a bounds. So, again, an art ministry. That's a crazy concept. Yeah. So Did, yeah. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? What does an art ministry do? Well, I want to say we started before it was even an official art ministry. Right. Uh, we started with an artist coalition, mm-hmm. and that was actually Shannon's brainchild. So I'm going to let her talk a little bit about sure. the coalition that was really sort of our starting point. Mm-hmm. And someone else also started with me, mm-hmm. and the idea was... Mm-hmm. And you're an artist, too. I'm an artist, too. Yeah. yeah. And trained as an art therapist. And oh, are you now? See? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> So that's a natural fit, too, because I work right. at Silent Unity, and so having the art and spirituality together, that was the idea for the Artist Coalition, is to right. have um, opportunities for people to come together to discuss the connection between spirituality and art and creativity. Oh, I love that. This great Gossamer show, that's the whole, that's the whole point of this, this mm-hmm. nexus between spirituality and art, and how each informs the other, and how we express ourselves through through art, to express our spiritual nature. It's yeah. like, wow. Right. And that's exactly what your your whole ministry is, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so we started with, you know, just creating this safe space for artists. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, after my ordination and about a year worth of paperwork um, to launch a new ministry and a you know new nonprofit, <clears throat> um, we got Unity Arts Ministry underway. 
And through Unity Arts Ministry, we do creative programming, retreats. Uh, we have an annual retreat that we do at Unity right. Village. Um, workshops, classes that I'll take out to different spiritual centers or um, retreat groups. Right. And we now have, um, as of last January, a studio on grounds at Unity Village. Yay! Yeah. That's huge. So it is so huge. Wow. And um, it's beautiful because now we have... <coughs> Um, the opportunity to create, you know, weekly ongoing programming. We have weekly open studios where people can come in and just bring their own projects. You know, nice big space, easels and tabletops that they can create. Wow. And so sometimes we have writers. Um, we've had musicians um, that want to come in yeah. and, and just, you know... Right. We haven't had anybody bring their instruments yet, but you are welcome you, to join us. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's at Unity Village. Right at Unity Village. And it's every oh Wednesday God. night from 6 to 8. That's so exciting. Yeah. Do you, and you get a good turnout for that. We do. We usually have between 10 and 20 every Wednesday. That's wonderful. Yeah. You know, people do love to create. Yes. And, you know, we always think well, we've got to have talent to do that mm -hmm. we've got to have creativity to do that not necessarily or we've got to have all these materials and it does yes you do have to have materials right right but we have a supply room full of them wonderful so that takes that like you just cross it off the list right, right. <laughs> like what could i make if i had everything i needed yeah right yeah. oh fantastic and so do you and you have the outreach as well mm -hmm. you go around with you know to different retreats and stuff yeah yeah and so right. when you know, with the open studio, a lot of people who come in um, maybe don't identify as fine artists yet, but right. identify as creative in some way in their life. Mm -hmm. um, but we have people that come in and do Kindness Rocks in, in the sessions. Um, bringing kindness it back rocks, to guys. Kindness mm -hmm. Rocks, yes. Um, some people do uh, acrylic painting, watercolors. We have a young woman that's teaching herself watercolors through YouTube videos. So she uh. just sits and watches a video and creates this amazing artwork. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, we have a stained glass artist that comes in, so we get to see the whole Dude, process really? working with that. Um, so it's just such a diverse group, and right. and it's so beautiful to watch the community come together. Yeah, you know, and no matter what your art form is, right? There's still that connection, and like the elements principles of design are the same across the board. And so, um, you know, sometimes you'll have somebody that's working in this medium ask for assistance, you know, and somebody else will come over and be like, "Oh yeah, I had that same problem with." whatever project that I was working right. on. And so there's just this shared idea, shared materials sometime. Remember the blue pencil? It was like this big thing with the, the um, blue pencil for sketching. Yeah. So if you sketch with the blue pencil and then put watercolor over it, I guess it didn't show up. Uh, so was, yeah. there was somebody who just happened to have a blue pencil. He's like, oh, this is what you need, you know. Perfect. Right? Right. <laughs> and then we all learned about this blue pencil thing. You're all going to Google it now. <laughs> I love it. I love how spirit works. Spirit said, yeah. take your blue pencil. Why do, you, why do I need it? Right. I don't care. Just take it. Okay. When spirit tells you, you do it. Yeah. And so how do you bring the spirituality into this open studio? Yeah. So the open studio, honestly, it's it's holding the space for it, and it is there. Right? I mean, because mm. spirit is there. Spirit is in everything. In everything. And so it's not so much with our open studio that it's like a direct, like, shout out. Hey, y'all, let's, let's pray right. and, and remember spirit in the midst of this. Um, but you see it at work, and it's those synchronicities. Mm -hmm. It's those connections. It's the, the compassion of the community. And earlier you said that not everyone that comes to Open Studio identifies as a fine artist. Mm -hmm. It's also true that 
people that identify as fine artists don't identify as unity or as spiritual. Mm-hmm. So it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, what type of uh, backgrounds do you get from the people who come? Yeah, I'd say some people that are not, they don't consider themselves religious or spiritual, really. Um, a lot of unity people, um, people from the community, the surrounding area, Lee Summit and Independence, um, but we don't necessarily know their religious background. Right. It's a variety. Yeah. Right. You don't have an entrance exam. Do you yeah. believe this and this and this? Right. right? So um, if people have been watching the podcast for a while, you know that I am Unity, Die Hard Unity. Uh-huh. Almost, do you guys know Reverend Randy Fiki? Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. He's been on before to Radiate Love. So people are tired of hearing me talk about Unity. So <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to tell what Unity is for somebody who might not know? Well, you know... I would say probably the biggest thing is the openness and inclusivity as far as, you know, what you're going to experience in a unity community. And um, I would say even our open studios are no exception to that, but it's um, continuing to hold that openness that we are all human beings, but we are also divine spirits and um, that connection with the human and the divine um, and moving through our lives with that awareness of the divine love that we are, and um, seeing Jesus as our master teacher, as the model of somebody who lived a compassionate life mm-hmm. that was infused with divine love and divine healing, divine strength, and all these qualities that we all have within us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really it's more a drawing out of the awareness of all these spiritual gifts that we already have, rather yeah. than trying to implement you know, a teaching or philosophy that's that's new it's about what what is real and true that's already within you and it's it's that source yes and of course you you're uh we referenced unity village where the open studio mm-hmm. is unity village is the worldwide headquarters yes of the unity movement which started here in kansas city yeah. right have you guys been to the original church down at Ninth and Tracy? I have not. You have either. Yeah. Really cool. You should definitely <laughs> hey, visit. Yeah, you can see where Myrtle had her office and everything. The founder of Unity. So, yeah, it's it's a worldwide movement. And so, are you can? Is there any possibility of taking this on the road to other Unities and starting more art ministries? Yes. Um, <laughs> so, as a matter of fact, I do travel quite a bit. I do go out and I do workshops. Um, so as we've said, the, the open studio sessions aren't necessarily with a spiritual focus in mind, but of right. course, spirit's always there. Um, but we also do um, workshops around, you know, opening to the power of imagination, one of our divine powers. Right. Um, do workshops around um, a healing and prayer work with creativity, um, yes. using creativity as a modality through more expressive art so rather than focusing on we're going to create this painting today and we're all going to have the same image at the end it's more about what colors are you feeling what Mm. you know what patterns are coming to you in this moment and so using creative expression I love using visual journals for this Mm -hmm. um, because you can document your own personal spiritual journey through creative media Um, And so I do a lot of that type of programming where it's more about the healing and transforming work um, using creative materials and spiritual teachings combined. Um, So I do travel and uh, do workshops and guest speaking at churches. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and we also have, get ready for it, the Global Unity Artists Coalition. What, really? Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> tell me about that. That's exciting. Global like- Unity Artists Coalition? Mm-hmm. So that- Shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> and over. <laughs> Mic drop. Thanks for visiting. <laughs> it it um, stemmed out from the Unity Artist Coalition. Right. So that is a, a monthly meeting. It consists of a monthly meeting. Mm-hmm. We have guest presenters and um, networking opportunities. And we also have an online community on Facebook. And this mm-hmm. is all for the local chapter. <clears throat> right. It's the local oh, chapter. Wonderful. So it's Unity Artist Coalition, Casey Mo area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then um, as we got the arts ministry going and Jen started getting requests for um, wanting to start arts ministries in other locations, then we started thinking about you know launching a global Unity Artist Coalition to bring these people together, share resources, and um, just support them and Mm -hmm. and bring this to their locations, too, Mm -hmm. and have the community, a virtual community. Mm -hmm. Are you getting a lot of traction, a lot of interest? done through Facebook. Wonderful. Social media. Social media, again, right? And and I'm with you, right? Love it, hate it. Like, in between, it's, I I really have to look at it as, as a tool that has the potential to connect us. Absolutely. In ways that we weren't before, and mm-hmm. um, this has been one of those tools. Um, we have n- near to two hundred people, I believe, in in the group right now. Right. Um, some are unity ministers um, in other states. Mm-hmm. Um, some are licensed unity teachers. Some are uh, lay people in the community. Some probably don't even affiliate with unity. It's you know unity, new thought, um, spirituality. It's it's just discussing you know the arts. Um, and always as part of our spiritual growth and spiritual journey. Um, but we have, through that group, initiated um, like artist trading card exchanges and stuff. So we have monthly activities and challenges and ways to connect with artists mm-hmm. um, that, that are like-minded, you know, spiritual artists. Um, literally, you know, we, we have people um, in Canada, we have several members in Canada, mm-hmm. across the United States, from the east to west coast, and of course a lot here in the Midwest, um, and we have a couple members in Africa as well who are That's participating. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, they sometimes share like their um, services and their dance mm-hmm. that they're doing um, in their churches. So I'm going to swoon. I try <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. so exciting. Yeah. It is. Wow, it is. wonderful. And, and as we said, I mean, the building the Artist Coalition was really the foundation right. for launching the arts ministry here. And so what we're trying to do is really empower people with the tools mm-hmm. to create the communities where they are and then launch what feels right for them, you know, to, mm-hmm. to integrate the arts into their communities. Because for some, it's going to be theater is really like the trigger. Yeah, that's my art. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. For some, it's, it's going to be... Uh, Activating the music department more so, yeah. starting a gallery in their church, you know, whatever is bringing it forward mm-hmm. in a way that resonates with those that are in the community. That is beautiful, beautiful. Oh my gosh. You truly found, found your calling. I think so. It found me. <laughs> it found <you. laughs> I just <Right>. listened. <laughs> yeah. You just showed up when spirit said to go. Oh my gosh. Now, have you always been unity? 
actually, I grew up without a church background. Right. How about you, Shannon? Catholic. Yeah. Reforming Catholic. Reformed Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Recovering Catholic. Yeah. Right? Yep. Uh-huh. So how did you both find unity? I'll let you answer that first. Uh, well... I grew up very close to Unity. My elementary school was right next to Unity Village. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what it was until I went away for college. <laughs> right, because there's yeah. then there's signage, but it's not just like this is Unity Village. Yeah, exactly. Right? And I this is in Lee Summit, Missouri. For, if, for those who might not know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I had classmates who um, had parents that worked there or were ministers. So I knew of people that lived on grounds, but still didn't know much about it. Right. And then I went to art school and um, went to a, maybe a presentation by Robert Brummett. Hmm. Or it was now on our board. <laughs> His name sounds very familiar to me. What, is, what does Robert Brummett do? Well, he does insight meditation at Unity Temple now, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, perhaps that's why. Mm -hmm. That's my home. That's probably, yeah, Unity Temple. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. He's written several books as well. So yes, absolutely. Yeah, we Unity people are a prolific bunch. Yeah, we do that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. yes. And so you kind of grew up around it. Mm -hmm. Didn't know much about it. Didn't know much about it till I went to art school, and um, I went to a, a. I was interested in the idea of Buddhism, mm -hmm. and so a group of us <coughs> walked over to <coughs> Unity Temple. And went to this presentation. And oh, you must have gone to the Art Institute of Kansas yeah. City. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you walked over to a Buddhist service. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of the beginning. Uh, Jenny, another part of our, another member of our core mm -hmm. team with the mm -hmm. arts ministry, Jenny Hahn, mm -hmm. um, her and her mom had both um, been interested in it. And they were starting to do some of the meditation classes Mm -hmm. This I know was Robert Brummett at Unity <laughs> Village, so they invited me to go to one of those classes, and so that was really my beginning at Unity, mm -hmm. participating, I guess. But it was a painful hour for me, <laughs> sitting in the silence, and it sounded oh. good, <laughs> but I didn't realize what that would really be like at that point, and so... An hour is a long time. It is, and when it's your first time. Exactly. You know, something to cultivate that time in the silence. And, yeah. Mm hmm Good. Yeah. And it sounds like you've not turned back. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I love the community and mm -hmm. the openness. And, and Just yeah. truly where diversity is praised. And peace and love are the har or peace and harmony are the rewards. Mm -hmm. That's what, is that what you open with at your services in the village? something about that we are all born blessed that's what I the first thing I remember yeah Reverend Aaron saying mm -hmm. I know Reverend Aaron of course it's a small incestuous community <laughs> everybody knows each other <laughs> but you were gonna yeah so how did you find with, unity in the artist mm -hmm. the three C's is that what you were gonna say something about well, I was just, yeah, our, one of our things is, you know, creativity, community, and compassion. You know, oh, those are the things gosh. that are like our core values. You know, creativity, community, and compassion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, it, it does. It, it really links into the core of unity. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. And so, how did you come to unity? So, um, probably through the daily word. 
would, would be. <laughs> I don't know if the first foremost you, answer to that. <laughs> I don't know if either of you are old enough to remember, but they used to read the Daily Word on TV. Heard about um, it. I remember when I was a kid. Yeah, they'd have like a PSA or something on Sunday morning between the, all the shows. No, the Daily Word from Unity. Oh, wow. Yeah, don't yeah, remember. No. Yeah, you're probably too young for that. Yeah. <laughs> was that local? Yeah. Was that um, here? Well, I saw it locally. Okay. So I, I can't speak to whether it was on any other markets, but I saw, yeah. definitely saw it in the local community. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So how did you find Unity, or how um, did it find you? So my husband's mother had subscribed him to the daily word like the moment he moved out of the house so <laughs> so when he and I got married and we're living together the daily word was always in our home right you know because thanks Grammy you're going to you're moving out on your own you're going to need a skillet you're going to need an electric blanket you're going to need the daily Do word, daily word. <laughs> <laughs> this is, these are your core things exactly and, um, so it was always there in the house and you know i I wasn't raised with um, religion at all. In fact, mm-hmm. my mother and I lived across the street from a church, and every Sunday she would talk about the crazy church people. So it was almost this um, negative connotation around right. church going, and so um, I, I didn't see it as a path that was, you know, a viable path, a career path. Hey, here, and yet here, here we, we are. are. <laughs> <laughs> so you never know. Um, but when. When my husband and I were starting to think about wanting to have kids, mm-hmm. um, that was something that um, we were like, you know, but but the community around that, and um, and mm-hmm. I had I had started just like really questioning, you know, like I don't know, like trees, root systems, and I'm like, everything's connected. It was just this this space of like everything's connected. There has to be more, mm-hmm. like because it's all connected, right. you know. And it was just like, and I'm reading books, and it was like. Everything I was reading, it was all connected, you know? Everything's like, connected. Just this, this love and the connection between one one path and another path and, and mm-hmm. seeing all these links. And um, and then we were talking about, you know, kids and community. And so we're like, you know, maybe there's a church out there for us right. somewhere that, that this connection and this community thing all comes together. Um, and so we had friends invite us to a church that wasn't our church. <laughs> that wasn't where we were going to be. Um, we left going, no, thank you. Um, and so my husband was like, what about, what about unity? Like, I think Daily Word's a unity thing. Like, let's look into that. And we actually went to four different unity churches in the area that we were at before we landed at this little church that was, like, down a dirt road in the woods. And it was home. I mean, it was like... These were our people. We were both in tears by the end of the service. Wow. And it just felt like family, you know? Yes. And I know people say that all the time about unity, and so I don't want to be cliche, but it totally is. It totally <laughs> is. I know. I get clumped all the time at unity. Yeah. And yeah. so which, which state was this? This was North Carolina. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are unities all over the there place. Are. Yeah. I mean, here in Kansas City, we've got, like, Five or six. Yeah. Right? There's so here. But yeah, you, I can totally identify with that feeling of you You experience a service, you experience a community, and you say, oh my gosh, I'm home. Yeah. Right? Um, and there are, you know, of course, people find that home in Presbyterian churches and Methodist, et cetera, et cetera. But when you feel called to your church, you know. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Well, you're bringing some wonderful things 
to unity, Thank right? You. And I love that it's going global. It is. You know, it's so fun. Is uh, about two weeks ago we had an open studio session, and somebody came in that had never been up into the studio before and introduced herself, mm-hmm. and she was from my home church. In was North she Carolina. really? And she didn't know, you know, that that was my church or anything. Oh she just came in and gosh. said, I've been following you guys on Facebook, and I love what you're doing with the arts ministry, and um, I'm an artist, you know, and I, I attend this church out <laughs> in North Carolina, and I just, you know, I was out here visiting for something else, and I just had to come and see you. And I was like full circle it's all connected (laughs) oh my gosh it's amazing what are the chances your art teacher walked in after that yeah your art teacher and art teacher yeah who happened to like be she was just like i don't know what do you guys do up here and so we were telling her about what we do in the backgrounds and Right, because yeah. when you're an artist, you cannot not make art. Right, right, yeah. and like you see an open studio, it's like where? 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 Yeah, it's like a magnet. Exactly. <laughs> I smelled an open studio here. <laughs> uh, but you have a lot of fun. But it's also probably very cathartic and healing and spirit led. And yes. Hi, this is Christy. I just want to say that we here at Radiate Wellness hope you are enjoying this podcast. It's free to you, and we hope that you find it informative and inspirational, heck, even fun. We have just three small asks of you to help us radiate growth. First, please hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on. That way, you'll receive a notification every time that we have a new podcast episode out. Next, please give us a thumbs up, a like, or a five-star review. If you're feeling inspired, a positive review wouldn't hurt. These two small things will help others find us when they're searching for great podcasts. Finally, please tell your friends about the Radiate Wellness Podcast. Better yet, show them how to find us and how to subscribe. If everyone did that, we would double our audience. Thanks a lot. We really appreciate it. I will will say, you know, like, and not to turn anybody off at all because it's so much fun. Open studio, there's no tears. Just about every other program that I do, there's going to be laughter, there's going to be tears. And it's because it's that opening up to ourselves. Um, And it is. It's it's so healing. And it's when we can do that, when we can allow ourselves that breakdown moment, even for five minutes, we've released something that that now can heal. Um, Which is why art therapy Mm -hmm. is a thing. Mm -hmm. We can express ourselves in a way that we can't always express ourselves with words. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And what took you to art therapy then? Well, I guess I've I've always cared deeply about humanity, Mm -hmm. and um, and so I. That's what took me, I think, to Silent Unity to my work there. But that was after I had gotten a degree in fine art, and uh, I had a coworker that brought up art therapy to me, and so I did some research, and it just seemed like a natural fit, mm-hmm. and so I went right. off and got a master's degree in art therapy. Right. And so I did some um, work as a case manager with mm-hmm. kids for about six years. Right. And love that. That that must have been hard because, of course, kids don't come to you because their lives are awesome. Yeah. No, right. it was definitely supporting them through uh, abuse or... Disruption. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. transitions and mm-hmm. a lot of transitions and just upheaval. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I loved, I loved making the connection with them, with yeah. just learning each child and um, what made them special and you know what their gifts are and what their struggles are and just be present to them. That was mm-hmm. what I wanted to do, and I got to support them. I love it. In different ways. Mm-hmm. And do you do any of that with the arts ministry or with the various coalitions that you're with now? Um, no. Uh, we don't have um, any programming right now with children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I so far haven't done anything that's like a more one-on-one spiritual counseling type of thing. Uh, Reverend Jen and then Diana Kennedy, I believe, they both do some of that mm-hmm. so eventually I might come back around to that um, I was pointing out to Jen when we came over here that I did some volunteer work across the street a couple of oh, yes. five or six years ago mm-hmm. at Gillis yeah so if you don't know centered uh, my office where we record is in centered spirit which is the 81st and Warnell in Kansas City Missouri if you're not from Kansas City Missouri sorry there's a lot of local references I'm going to throw out you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> We're in the Waldo neighborhood of Kansas City, and then across the street is this beautiful, sprawling brick campus that I'm not sure what they call it now, but it was formerly the Gillis home for children who are having a very difficult time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's a therapeutic mm-hmm. place for children. A lot of foster care children, but also I think some of them are kids that are there for schooling that they can't be another educational settings right yeah right a lot of intense circumstances in their lives yeah Yeah. very you know nobody goes to to that facility because their lives are awesome too yeah right and so that's that's a tough job to to work with kids in those circumstances yeah it would be i i got to volunteer in the art room and Mm -hmm. they have a fantastic art teacher over there and he's got a great I don't know if he's still there, but he had a wonderful balance of, right. you know, being aware of the uh, therapeutic needs, and mm-hmm. then also art and how great art is with kids, adolescents, and mm-hmm. so it was seemed to me to be a great resource for the kids. Right. So I was very inspired over there. Oh, <laughs> wonderful! Mm-hmm. I just love that you're able, both of you, able to take art and make it your lives. Not all artists have the blessings to do that, but you're really able to combine your love of spirit, your love of art and art therapy, just to make a wonderful life for yourselves. I think it's beautiful. Now, I want to segue into the Kindness uh, group on Facebook, and Kindness Kansas City, mm-hmm. and you're, are you both moderators? I always see your name associated with that. Whenever I see Shin Sleeper coming up, I know it's kindness. So I always want to look at it. It's pretty much what I think, too, regardless of whether it's associated to a Facebook page. So. <laughs> exactly. So why did you start that? Um, there is something called the Charter for Compassion that uh, mm-hmm. started in Washington, in Seattle, Washington. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> by someone named Karen Armstrong mm-hmm. and she is a religious scholar and uh, she had uh, shared for a TED talk 
um, her desire to create something called a charter, <clears throat> Charter for Compassion, and the idea was to bring world religions together, knowing that the common thread is the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Mm -hmm. And um, so she shared this in a TED talk, and she won the TED Prize, and <clears throat> so she got to create her charter, and an organization came out of that. And so um, they have, well, the Dalai Lama has been involved in cities across the country and world, I think, in, um, as a city signs on to become a compassionate city, then, um, then I think he's been at some of the celebrations as they've committed to that. So there's sure. like compassionate Austin, compassionate Seattle, I think St. Louis is one, and Atlanta. Kansas City? That was my dream, and um, so that was my hope, was that um, <coughs> to help be instrumental in that happening. Mm -hmm. So that was why I came up with the idea of Kindness Kansas City. This was right. just before I moved back to the Kansas City area, too. Mm -hmm. And I just, for me, I know, you know, where I focus my attention, I can... I can change that, you know, and I've found that there's amazing people doing amazing things all over the place. And so I um, wanted to just bring those to light for people to see, see mm -hmm. all the different types of ways that people can be amazing and support each other. And right. we don't hear about that as much on the news or anything. Mm -mm. So it's, it's can adjust your lenses or your filter right to find those things if you just look around right so I wanted to make that a first step towards bringing it to Kansas City the Charter for Compassion and then once I was ready to take another step and I reached out to the Charter um, I was told that someone in Kansas City had already um, reached out to them and had started an initiative and had actually taken it to the mayor and it turns out it was my coworker at Silent Unity. <laughs> oh my gosh! So it sounds like uh, the Pina Colada song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so, awesome! So Vic Martin, mm -hmm. he'd already brought it to the city. It wasn't the right timing, so um, so we we brought it to Unity Village. Unity Village One. is a, a township. Too, it's the headquarters That's and it's right. in the town. Mm -hmm. So they've signed the charter. Unity Arts Ministry has signed the charter, of course, <laughs> and Unity Village Chapel. So, um, yeah, that's wonderful. Well, keep plugging away. I mean, just because we're not a compassionate city yet, mm -hmm. doesn't mean that we won't be in the future. Yeah, I think as more people learn about it you know, different churches and um, social service organizations and individuals, and we can build the foundation and then sign on. We're already doing it. So. Absolutely. Now, how does the Kindness Rocks Project fit into that? Fit into all of this? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, um, the project, I had been aware of it because I to research this stuff and find things that are going on and that actually started in Connecticut? Cape Cod. Cape Cod. 
Okay. So I was aware of it, and um, it was right after the, I think it was the, the uh, in, in Nevada, the mass oh. shooting that happened there, the concert. Right. Years back, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And there was someone else I was following. Uh, he's got his own kindness um, Facebook group, uh, Respect Life, uh, I think is the name of it. Mm-hmm. And that's how I found out about the shooting. Was He was wow. doing a Facebook Live, and he said, I can't believe I'm having to go into a school and talk right now, um, and this is happening. And he said, but I want to challenge you all. This time, do something different. You know, we've, we've gone through this a few different times now, and pick something different this time, a different way to respond. And whatever that is, and, you know, he's talking about compassion and kindness. So mm-hmm. so I then after that listened to the news and found out what all had happened. But then, I don't know how quickly it was, but my mind went to the kindness rocks, and I went to Jen with the idea of... Um, working with the school that I went to as mm-hmm. a kid, the elementary school next door, and um, and sharing kindness rocks with them and pledging to bring them 500 rocks. A rock for every student. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a lot of rocks. That's a lot of that's rocks. Lot of rocks. <laughs> and we've never done this. <laughs> oh, my. And she's like, I want to bring a rock to every student at the elementary school. Wow. So, of course, I said yes. <laughs> 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 it's a great what are you going to say, right? Let's do it. Yeah. Well, you know, we did this at Unity Temple with the kids, and I had the idea, of, uh, I think it was Mom, you rock, or Dad, you rock, around Mother's Day, Father's Day. I was like, oh, we'll paint these rocks. It'll be fabulous. Where am I going to get rocks? Uh, <laughs> like, not every rock can be painted. Yeah. Right? So, yes, how did you get 500 paintable rocks? <laughs> well... <laughs> we found places um, like Lowe's and Home Depot. Those okay. kind of places have yeah. them. Garden centers. Okay, garden you centers. Buy them on <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a lot of rocks. But, but what so. happened was we made this commitment, right? And we yeah. actually asked for um, the backing of Unity Village mm-hmm. to be behind us in, in bringing this program. So it literally became a village project mm-hmm. um, that we were heading up. And as we started sharing through social media, this is what we're doing. We're putting mm-hmm. together these rocks. And so we had rock parties. So Fun. rock painting parties where people would come to the village. And um, it was before we had our studio. So we would just use, um, actually, the Unity Village gallery space. And we'd mm-hmm. set up tables. And people would come and paint rocks with us for a few hours. Fun. And um, through social media, people were learning about what we were doing. And they asked can I send you some rocks? You know, I, I love painting rocks. This is something I do. So we had um, rocks coming in from other states. Did you know? To be a part of this project. So we oh had my God. Um, a woman in um, South Carolina sent mm-hmm. us a box of, well, two boxes. Thank you to the, the Postal Service, I'm sure. <laughs> wow, right. <laughs> they came exactly. in too. She sent us 100 rocks. And they were beautiful. They were beautiful. They were so beautiful. <laughs> and then we had a Cub Scout group in Massachusetts send us in a box of rocks. Really? Oh. And then people would just, like, drop rocks off for us at the village. And so in the end, right, our goal was 500 rocks. How many did you get? 600 rocks Whoa. at the end. Whoa. 
tell yeah. about that too? Mm-hmm. Please. So part of the work with the elementary school was that we were going to go there for kindness presentations. Mm-hmm. And so Reverend Jen shared um, a talk with about three different groups, mm-hmm. three different grade levels. Um, and then they all were presented at the rocks. But this also was the week of the the shooting uh, in Florida, in Mar- oh Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and so it was interesting how this project was in between those two tragedies. Ended, and, right. Yeah. But our overflow of rocks ended up on their way to Florida. Oh, really? Because one of the um, the art teachers yeah. um, out At, there wow. said what we want to do is create a memorial rock garden for these kids when they come back to the school. Oh. They will have this place of kindness and hope and reminders um, that people care. That is so special. And so these rocks that we had collected for the students that that didn't end up in the hands of the students um, then went to Florida to serve kindness in a new way. Oh, my gosh. God works in mysterious ways. I mean, just just all the threads. It's all connected, right? It It goes back to the whole thing. It's 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 all all connected. connected. Wow, that is special. So what's next for you guys? What do you have work that you're working on that's coming up? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will share from from my end, one of the things that I am so passionate about, and I mentioned earlier, is visual journaling and using um, creative materials to process the spiritual journey. Mm -hmm. Um, I, no, no joke, probably have like 37 journals like and I number them and this like started in 2005 when this concept first came to me and I was just like yes (laughs) um and so I'm starting a new program um at the studio which is going to be first Mondays of every month uh, Monday mornings called the creative spirit gathering and we're going to be doing a message meditation and creative reflection in journal format Um, And my goal is to create some way of putting that material into video format so we can use these these ways that things are connecting um, and um, put it out through social media in some way, too, so that we can uh, reach people with these teachings and and share creativity as as this tool for the spiritual journey. So. Yes. I'm excited and that's exciting. Totally eyeballing your podcast setup because of all this. <laughs> I knew you were asking an awful lot of questions as I was setting everything up. <laughs> I tell you, podcasting is a wonderful way to reach people, yeah. right? So that sounds really exciting. I just love what you both do. I think the the nexus, that sweet spot between art, creativity, and spirit, is just amazing. I mean, it's who we are and what we are. And we are so much more when we are doing that. That's why it's one of the 12 unity superpowers. Yeah. Right? Is imagination. Yeah, imagination. Yep. Yes, I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much, both of you, for being here. This has been so fun. Thank I've you. kind of been geeking out. So, <laughs> it's just so fun to talk to both of you and just, like, really just groove on love and spirit and compassion and connection. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thank you for having us. Thanks,
Radiate Wellness is a community of holistic and alternative healers and consultants based in the Kansas City area dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.